Good day, everyone, and welcome to today's day one update on CK Mining. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Later, you will have the opportunity to ask questions during the question and answer period. You may register to ask a question at any time by pressing star 1 on your touchstone phone. Please note this call may be recorded, and I will be standing by should you need any assistance. It is now my pleasure to turn today's call over to Head of Investor Relations, John Higdon Holt. Please go ahead. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this Ethel Smith conference call, where we'll give a day one update on our TK mining acquisition. My name is Yannick Denholt. I'm the head of IR, and joining me today on this call is our CEO, Miko Kessel, and CFO, Roland Andersen. This call is scheduled to last no more than 30 minutes, including a short Q&A at the end. Please note that we only got the keys to TK mining about eight hours ago, so there will be significant limitations to what information we're able to provide at this point in time, and we will refrain from making stipulations. We hope you can appreciate this. But we want to be as transparent as possible by providing as much high-level preliminary information as we possibly can at this time. And with this, I'll hand over the words to you, Miko. Uh, thank you, Yannick. Uh, good morning, everybody. And uh, we are calling live from Essen, Germany. And in one hour, we are about to meet all our new colleagues in, in, in the conference hall in, in Essen. Just recapping some of the reasons for, for, for acquisition. We are accelerating with this acquisition our broad ambitions and strategic focus on mining. It means that FS Mill will become more pure plane in mining, which is our strategic ambition. At the same time, we are adding uh, key technology to our portfolio. And I would like to highlight that we are absolute global market and technology leaders in high-pressure grinding absolute leaders, and that is one of the key key reasons for the acquisition. So we have great technology additions for our portfolio, just to name one, one particular one. We can improve the business mix of two-second uh, mining by focusing on the service and aftermarket. And we know that we can improve profitability compared to existing level of performance of two-second mining. We have a high sustainability agenda. We are adding capabilities there, tailings management, input crossing and conveying. And we will deliver compelling run rate synergies from this acquisition that will support our performance. And I will hand over to Roland to, to walk through the headline figures. Thank you for that. Uh, Miku, uh, next slide, please. If we take a look at the uh, the first quarter numbers here that we are, we are comfortable in, in displaying, uh, <clears throat> of course, all uh, numbers here are still subject to audit and, uh, and review. But uh, having a look at TK's order intake um, for the first nine months of their fiscal year, and, and their fiscal year is from 1st of October to 30th of uh, September. So since 1st of October last year, they uh, have had an uh, order intake of 433 million uh, euro. It's split between service uh, of 250 and new build order intake of 183 million euro. And on the right-hand side, uh, we see that the split is, is uh, well above 50% in favor of service order intake, exactly as we wanted. Also, the order intake has gone up compared to the same period uh, last year. And uh, so all in all, uh, on the, especially on the service side, but also on the new build order intake side, that looks uh, positive. 
the total outstanding order backlog uh, as the end of July 2022 totaled 698 million euro. Next slide, please. Well, we have a look at uh, the revenue and uh, the profitability. So total revenue for the first nine months of this fiscal year was 356 million. Service revenue totaled uh, 195 uh, million euro. Annual bill revenue totaled 161 million euro. So notably here, uh, service is moving slightly forward. And new bill revenue is, is down, partly driven by the, the backlog, but also uh, uh, impact from uh, the Russia situation. And on the right-hand side, we have outlined the, the split, and, and uh, here it shows that the, the service here also on revenue is moving uh, is moving forward. Now, 55% of the total revenue in the first nine months of the year was, uh, was service revenue, and this is exactly as, as we wanted. On the... Uh, the earnings on the EBIT margin, we are a bit more careful, but we can say here that um, the, the, the results on EBIT level for the first nine months of the year was low single digit negative. And then uh, we will have a, a review on this and uh, revert back with a uh, full year outlook for finances as, uh, as soon as we are ready to do that. And with that, I'll give it back to Nico. I will uh, say a few words about the uh, situation in Russia. EK mining has been winding now down activities in Russia, and there's one office for the 14 employees, and all new business has been suspended. That's been some limited revenues from execution this year, and there might be little bit still uh, revenues left to be executed, but it's very little. It's mainly service-related. So in the bigger scheme of things, uh, we don't expect any significant revenues in the, in the remaining part of the year. The backlog, as it stands uh, end of July from Russia, is uh, 43 million euros. We are analyzing and will be analyzing other potential exposure and risk related to Russia. And uh, while we are auditing the books, might have to do with receivables and, 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 and different type of details. But we will be auditing, auditing the books and auditing projects and auditing uh, activities there and come back for the more detail. Next one, please. As I said in the beginning, we are now in Essen, Germany, and we will be meeting all our new colleagues, or, or big part of new colleagues, in, in about one hour, welcoming them to be <coughs> part of FLS. Integration process is commencing today without any delay. As I said before, we do full integration of fusion uh, group mining into FLS with operations and operational model. We have a thorough review of the product portfolio on both sides. Full portfolio review of, uh, of uh, FLS, full portfolio review of our secret portfolio. We are looking at financial performance. We are looking at strategic KPIs for technologies, what we have. And we will make fact-based decisions on portfolio. We are commencing 
question is to take out without the delay. And uh, we believe that uh, it's better to do all at one go rather than do incremental Senate takeout. And most of the Senate, as we said before, 50 million euros is cost Senate. We are implementing one FLS go to market, so there will be no two faces to customer on this and onwards. There's only one face to customer FLS. We are also reviewing all the commercial activities in the sales funnel and apply FL Smith de risking and margin targets uh, for all crypto business. And we will uh, communicate further details about the financial performance in connection of uh, Q3 financial results. Also summarizing, uh, the numbers are as we expected. Two-second mining is still loss-making business, but showing improvement. And uh, reminding also you that to uh, save the date for the capital market today, 18th of January, where we go through all the details of the future of FL Smith regarding our strategy, portfolio, and the rest of the decisions that we are taking. And now we go into the Q&A section. And at this time, if you would like to ask a question, please press star 1 on your touchtone phone. If at any time you'd like to remove yourself from the queue, please press the pound key. Once again, that is star and 1. And we will take our first question from Lars Topom with Carnegie. Please go ahead. Uh, yes, uh, thank you, and congratulations with this. Uh, I have a couple of questions. First, on the revenue, uh, when you announced this acquisition and announced you bought it ex-India, GK Mining had revenue of 680 million euros. Uh, now you do 356 million in nine months. Uh, if I just take that run rate, uh, the 680 million you announced will become 480 million this year. I just wonder why this significant uh, decline in, in, in revenue in CK mining, if at this stage you have some explanation, it's roughly 30% less than when you announced the acquisition. And then a question number two, which also might be premature, but in the EBIT margin you indicate uh, what is the net effect of uh, possible reversals of project uh, provisions. Thanks. Yeah, thank you for that, uh, Lars. Uh, this uh, good question. So, when we acquired uh, TK, uh, I think we uh, we indicated also that our ambition with this was to reduce significantly uh, the level of uh, new builds. And at that point in time, new build was a larger chunk of the uh, of the total revenue, and that is now declining. This is exactly what we wanted it and also service revenue to, to come up. So uh, we also said all along we would expect actually top line to decline uh, quite significant, and that's what we are seeing here exactly as you point to, uh, predominantly driven by decline in uh, new builds. We will then have a, a close look on uh, the product portfolio, and we will start immediately to drive the service, uh, the service business on the installed base uh, harder than, than we believe TK has done. 
So this this is actually in line with what uh, what we expected. And then on the EBIT, uh, and and then of course this year there's also an, an element of uh, of Russia. Um, on the EBIT side, it is too soon to say uh, we will now have some time to uh, to have a look at how accounting has been done for the first nine months. That will be a review of how they have treated Russia projects. We will have an operational review of all the projects, the entire portfolio, and we will have a financial review of the project portfolio. <clears throat> and then we will uh, make our mind off on how provision levels needs to be. And that will need us to say impact uh, EBIT as soon as we are ready to make that decision. Yeah, well, that, that part I understand, but, but in the nine-month figure, i.e. Uh, the numbers before you uh, do your thing, are there any significant impact from project uh, provision reversals in, in that number? It is too soon to say, Lars. I understand the okay. question perfectly. Uh, it's too soon to say we, we know what to look for, and uh, I will soon have a clear picture on that. Uh, maybe I will add uh, something about uh, India. It was actually always not to have India in the deal because the, it's uh, heavily in coal. Secondly, it's uh, a lot of uh, EPC type of business, which is low, low profitability, high risk. So it didn't actually fit into our portfolio from ESG point of view, nor from a profitability and risk point of view. So that was always not to take the India business in. Thanks, guys, and congrats to the keys. Thank you. And we'll take our next question from Christian Johansson with SAP. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Uh, yes, thank you. So uh, three quick questions from me. So first of all, the, the Russian exposure. Uh, just curious whether this is in line with what you expected or, or it's actually lower than you, you feared. Secondly, you, uh, you repeat the, um, the cost synergies of 50 million euros. Can you also tell us whether the integration cost of 75 million euros still hold? And then lastly, uh, is it at this stage possible to say anything about the complexity of, of the backlog in, in your latest presentation? You obviously discussed that for your own backlog. So, so obviously just curious what the composition of, of scope and complexity is in the CJ backlog. Thank you. Uh if I, if I take the Russian one, so actually the backlog and, and Russia-related costs are less than what we anticipated. Uh, when we audit these numbers, uh, and if it stays like this, we are actually quite happy with the outcome. It means that uh, physical mining has been successful in winding down the activity. So actually to us, I think this confirmation was, uh, was positive news. Yeah, and then just commenting a little bit on, on the synergies. So so we're maintaining our view on synergies so that uh, we will immediately commence the synergy checkout. It will be uh, no less than 50 million euro once we're done. We expect cost to complete uh, still to be uh, around 75 million euro. And we reiterate uh, what we said back uh, last year that uh, this company stand alone be net profit positive no later than 2024, and also cash flow positive on its own right. So that's where we are. 
And then my last question on the complexity of the backlog. From, uh, from uh, what we see, uh, uh, it's what we expected. But that is, of course, uh, where we focus in our audit and level detail in our risk review. So we are looking all the details of the project risks. We will look at the provisions for the for the project is correctly provided for. So that is actually requires deep dive on each and every project uh, one by one, and that's what we are we are commenting today. So it's too also to comment, but that is our main focus when we go through the books, uh, project backlog, and then the cap, uh, risk related. I'm dead. Thank you so much. And once again, as a reminder, to ask a question, that is star and one. And we will take our next question from Tommy Rollo with DNB. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Yes, uh, good morning. It's uh, Tommy from DNB. Uh, just a question on, on uh, seasonality. Uh, would you assume or have you seen uh, already a pattern that uh, would be typical for, for you as well, that the uh, second half uh, sales and earnings are higher? Uh, maybe I'm just uh, trying to get the feeling that the uh, second half of last year was uh, more profitable than, uh, than maybe the first half of, uh, of this year in Indonesian group uh, money. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's too soon to say for TK, but we assume that we're operating in the same industry. And for us, high season or relatively strong quarters is Q2 and especially Q4 in the financial, in the calendar year, financial calendar year. So that means also that uh, they will finalize their 12 months run right now, and and that will be an average quarter. That will be my best guess for now. Then TK uh, will move immediately into uh, our fiscal calendar to consolidate four months of TK in 2022, and from there on they will be uh, in our fiscal uh, calendar. So once we are uh, beyond September, we will close our TK and then include them in, in, in our combined numbers. Okay, thank you. And we'll go next to Joe Sintmer with Media. Please go ahead. Your line is open. And Joe, your line is open. And Joe, again, your line is open. Joe? We'll take a follow-up from Christian Johansson with SEP. Please go ahead. Uh, yeah, thank you. So, obviously, you give us the full year and nine months for, for their last uh, financial year for 2021. Uh, given that they made minus three for the full year on margin and, and minus 7.9 for the first nine months, it implies that the yield margin in the fourth quarter was positive 7.6. We're just curious whether there are any sort of extraordinary gains uh, uh, or something like that in the fourth quarter and hence where the minus three is really representative for, for the underlying earnings. Yeah, that uh, that I simply that I simply don't know, uh, Christian, uh, how they allocated it over over the quarters. So that would be speculation on on my part. I think I think that what we take away from this is that looking at the numbers compared to what we said a year ago and, and, and what we said all along, this is as expected. So, so the level of uh, turnover, as at last we're asking to, is, is exactly as we expected it. 
they're doing well on improving the split in favor of service. And it also looks like their EBIT margin is improving, but it is still negative. So we need uh, to make some fast decisions on on how to improve that uh, swiftly. That That is our, I think, conclusion on, on this. Understood. Thank you. And we'll go next. Uh, with Nordia, please go ahead. Your line is open. Thank you. We have also a question from my side about the trustability. We have heard these stories, at least, about uh, TK mining in, in, in the Black Territory this year. Now you're saying it is uh, yeah, of, it is uh, loss-making. Do you have any flavor on, on this difference in, uh, in these two numbers? Yeah, thank you for that, Charles. <clears throat> so, uh, so this is a reported EBIT margin, right? So, so uh, uh, technically speaking, that is as as well as the guess, right? So they are also operating with an adjusted EBIT margin, and we just know exactly what they are adjusting for, uh, because they have been running an improvement program, and obviously they have had adjustment uh, costs uh, associated to it. But to the best of our understanding, their reported EBIT margin is no single digit. Even if we adjust for what we would call adjusted or restructuring costs, we still think they are slightly negative. negative. That's, that's the best view in the first nine months we can give now. And that's obviously because they are still uh, in, in, a, in a regrouping mode and they are impacted by Russia and so on. But that's, that's uh, all the details I have for now. Okay, and then the second question goes to, to the order intake. I'm sorry, I was a little bit late for the call if you have said this, but you're saying the order intake split is improving, but the growth in new build is significantly faster than the service order intake. So at least, uh, you know, nine months versus nine months, it is a, not an, an improvement versus uh, service orders. I think uh, that's a little bit uh, to do with the uh, timing clause, right? Because the order intake on new build can be allocated over over more than one year and so on. So, so we need to understand when this will uh, hit the bill. So notably in the revenue, their uh, service uh, share is improving. And uh, expectedly from now on, that will happen in the order intake and, 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 and uh, continue in the revenue in the P&L process. Uh, also, might highlight that uh, looking at the historical performance of so the business, uh, our waste has been that it will be closer to 50-50 in terms of the kind of a uh, business mix to give us a good starting point. And as we are putting in controls for new order intake, we apply same principles that we, as we apply for all FS mid business today. We are de-risking uh, the capital business, meaning that we are very much more selective in business what we take in, and, and also that we will have uh, quotas for riskier business, so that we, we basically plot two-second mining business into exactly the principles what we have, and then we, we see where we are, and then we start de-risking all the new order intake. And, and uh, in very practical terms, we are starting uh, early next week uh, panel reviews with uh, our TK colleagues, or now FLS colleagues, and, and uh, we go through all the opportunities, and, and uh, we will not take any new business in unless it meets our criteria in capital okay. business. So getting in control of that. That makes, makes sense. Just a final uh, question regarding the backlog. Have you had the, the you know, time or insight to how uh, 
Tyskland Group has adjusted its selling prices to inflation to compensate for inflation. Uh, we, don't, we don't have that level of visibility, so when we do the deep dive into the project, uh, we see that uh, basically provisions what what there is uh, uh, in the in the projects and in any any potential cost escalation. So we don't have as of today, we don't have that level of detail in, in these first eight hours. That's, that's fair enough. Okay, that's all. Me. Thanks a lot. And once again, as a reminder, that is star and one for your questions. And we'll go next to Magnus Kruber with UBS. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Hi, Magnus with UBS. I have a few questions. Uh, first, could you comment a little bit about the definition of scope of the TK aftermarket business? Does it uh, significantly, uh, is it a different significant scope that they report at aftermarket compared to you? Because you're already at close to 60% now. So, if you want to get that higher, maybe, maybe the volume contribution from the next year to the logic not going to happen. Can you see the on that? It's, uh, it's similar to, it's actually dominantly spinners, so it's uh, it's actually true service. So the the kind of, uh, there shouldn't be too much revamp, so something like that would be resemble a project with a, with a risk profile and low profitability. So it's, uh, it's dominantly spares. And then, uh, if it's dominantly spares, is it fair to believe that the profitability of those spares doesn't diverge materially from, from what it could be in the long run, what you're reporting on your corresponding business? So, in, in the long run, uh, basically, we have the same targets for all businesses, uh, capital and service. And, and if there's any non alignment today, we will uh, correct that alignment very fast. So, uh, we, we don't have a pricing level of information at the moment, of course. Uh, in these eight hours, but we will look at uh, the pricing that it needs to be exactly as, as we have targets in, in FLS. Mm. And on the profitability level on the aftermarket, is it broadly in line with what, what you have on that business? Just to get to the sense of where the margin access is coming. We don't actually know that uh, because uh, we have in FLS uh, service EBITDA levels, we have a capital EBITDA levels. And, and uh, we don't know exactly how they're allocating different cost items for, for different businesses. So uh, they have more regional PNL, and, and uh, we need to convert the numbers first in, into our kind of global PNL model, which is business lines and product lines. And then we can actually see that one. But we need, need to do the conversion into, into our model first. Well, thanks so much. With that, we are unfortunately uh, running out of time, uh, as we have uh, a lot of new colleagues meet to say uh, hello to. So with that, we'd like to thank uh, everyone uh, joining the call. Uh, we fully acknowledge that you want to know a lot more, so do we. Uh, and we will do our utmost to, uh, to get that in, uh, to you in due time as well. So uh, thank you all, and have a great day.